Hello, 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 and welcome back to season eight of A Date with Sugar and Spice. I'm your host, Aspen English, and I um, I just have this like juicy little secret that I've been dying to tell someone. Can I, can I tell you, Tessa? Yes, okay. go for it. I, I think I like, I think two professors that I have had before are dating. Oh. Yeah. Like, I think, like, I, this is a serious, like, it is a serious hunch. And it has been, it is something me and my friend have, like, been gathering evidence for. But, like, I can't say that. I can't say their names and I can't really say how I know. But, like, suffice it to say, suffice it to say that um, one, of, one of these said professors said one time, was, like, talking about the other and said, my g- colleague yeah yeah they said that they said my colleague so like this is canon right yeah would I know these professors uh maybe maybe I I'm I'm gonna be vague I'm gonna be vague okay do you want the down and dirty yes okay always okay so it's my professor professor and then another professor who've had in the past oh my gosh right I've heard the names. I've never right? met them, but like I've heard the names because like So I just want it to be true so badly. So anyway, that's my dating news. Thank you to all those at home who are listening. You know, you can just fill in the blanks of that bleeped part. Um, because I just really had to get that out of my system. I've been thinking about it for way too long. Um, but without further ado, allow me to introduce today's guest on the podcast. Tessa, would you like to give us a little short intro? Oh, okay. Uh, hi, I'm Tessa Cheshire. Um, as in the cat? As in the cat, yeah. Mine and my sister's names spell cat in age order, which is my <laughs> like go-to fun fact, which my parents claim was not intentional, but I don't know how you That's do that what they on all accident. Say. How do you do that on accident? You don't. You don't, right? <laughs> Especially with a last name like right? Cheshire. They get mad at me when I say that, but I don't think that it was, I think it was intentional. No way. They say they would have named me something different, but I don't believe them. Mm, I don't think so. But I think it's cool, so... Uh, and then I, I like theater. That's my thing. <laughs> That's like my number one personality trait. Very fair. And you you also work with me at SU News and the yes. University Journal. So you can tell the people, um, you know? I, yeah, I'm the accent editor at SU News, which is fine arts. So all things theater and music and art, all that fun stuff. Uh, it's very fun. I've been really enjoying it. Yes. And we are have been so enjoying having you here. We've had... Um, former accent editors on here in the past. Shout out to Addie, even though Addie does not listen to my podcast. And I'm okay with that because my podcast be a little bit cringe sometimes. And I'm, I will say that. But okay, so I had Tessa on today because I really just want, I, I want to talk about some nitty gritty. Okay. Well, we, I already got my secret out of the way. But I also just think that it is so interesting how my perception of dating has changed over like the I mean well I've been in college for going on four years now and it is just crazy how much has changed do you feel like and you're you're a sophomore yeah like I'm do you feel like your outlook has changed even in the past year oh yeah definitely I also think the transition from going to being in high school and just my freshman year yes. changed a lot and also moving because I'm from out of state I'm from oh. New Mexico and dating is really really different in Albuquerque oh, okay. in Cedar City. So what was the dating experience like? Like, what was your high school dating experience? I didn't really have that much mm-hmm. because I was coming to terms with my sexuality mm-hmm. a lot during high school. But I have a lot of 
not a lot of friends. That's an exaggeration. <laughs> I have a friend who, like, well, we actually have this really fun story that in our freshman Spanish class that we had together, we didn't become friends until sophomore year, but we had a class together freshman really? year of high school. And I had this boy that I was, like, kind of talking to. Um, if he hadn't been Mormon and younger than 16, he probably <laughs> would have been dating. Um, like, my mom called him my not boyfriend. And she and her Moms. boyfriend that she met freshman year, mm-hmm. maybe they already knew each other, but they started dating freshman year, got close because they would speculate about my relationship with the boy that I was kind of wow. having a thing with. And then, like, years later, we became friends, and we talked about that. So, you like, there's a lot of speculation, I think, in... It's the gossip aspect. Yeah. It's also a high school thing. And I went to a really big high school, one of the bigger high schools in Mm. Albuquerque. So there were a lot of students. Like, I graduated with students that I, like, had never met before in my life. That's crazy. I was, like, walking with someone, like, next to me at graduation. I was like, (laughs) That is crazy. Could not be me. I graduated with 41 other people. So, you know, uh, to each their own. But wait, tell the people your fun, like, fact about your high school. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. My high school was in season four of Stranger Things. It was the high school. Yeah, that they go to in in California. The California high school that um, Will and Eleven go to was my high school. It was really weird to watch. I was like, why is Will walking out of the gym? (laughs) Why is he there? Who's to say? And in the canon of the show, I don't know that it was really the gym. They just put him in whatever building was nearby, but it happened to be the gym. So watching it as someone who went there... And you're like, probably the only, like, one of the very few people who would recognize that. Me and everyone else who, like, went to my high school. Yeah. Or, like, my dad and I watched the season together, and he was like, is that the vocational building? And I was like, <laughs> yep. And didn't they, the Starcourt Mall, is that near you as well? Or? No, the roller rink. The roller from rink. season four. And then they also <sighs> filmed, so this, do you remember the scenes in, like, I think it was season three with all mm-hmm. the rats. Or maybe it was season two. Oh. But, like, all of, where all ooh. the rats would go to that really gross-looking yeah. place. Yeah, I mean, I tried the the weird shed warehouse-looking thing. Yeah. yeah. That's the rail yards. In really? Albuquerque, which is actually a really cool place. It is, like, an old rail yard, but we use it as, like, a farmer's market. And tons of people do photo ops and, like, take pictures there. Wow. And it's actually, if you go there... It's a really cool place. But they make it out to be all dark and spooky Yeah, and well, Albuquerque is kind of gross. Yeah. Like, it's... <laughs> I love it, but, like, there's a reason that a show that's set in the 80s filmed at my high school. Yeah. And is it because it hasn't changed since my, the 80s? <laughs> I think sophomore year of high school, so, like, four years ago, I wrote a story for my high school newspaper about water damage in the science building. Oh, my god. And goodness. when I graduated, they had still not fixed any of that water damage. <sighs> They'd, like, done the immediate repairs because one teacher's classroom, like, completely flooded. You kind of have but, to fix that. like, if you look at the ceilings in any building of that school, it's just stained with water damage <sighs> everywhere. Um, it looks it, – because it was built, I think, in the 80s or maybe the 70s, but that time period and has not really been renovated since. There's one building that's new-er, and that's a big-er. <laughs> well, maybe they can take their Stranger Things money and they can fix that. They did that at the roller rink that oh, they filmed they did? at. They got they, on, like, if you go to, it's called Roller King, I think. Except mm-hmm. I think they actually changed the name of it. Oh. I've driven past it a few times when mm-hmm. I was home for the summer. And it had, like, I think it was, like, Rinkamania or something like that mm-hmm. that they called it in the show. But it was Roller King growing up. Yeah. And if you go on their website, they're like, our new renovations, courtesy of Hollywood. Wow. So they, they renovated the roller rink. And they've taken that and they've run with it. Oh, yeah. They're, they're committed to the fact that they want Stranger I Things. I love that. And I bet that that's helping them. Oh, you know? yeah, I'm sure. 
Ugh. I have, I mean, when I, when it came out, um, ton of people from Albuquerque were making TikToks that were like, look, I'm at the roller rink from Stranger Things. And all the <laughs> comments would be like, no, you're not. But I would see like people I went to high school with were making these TikToks. Yeah. And I'd be like, they are. That is so crazy. It's like driving down. It's either I-40 or I-25. I'm uh, bad with directions. But one also. of the interstates, you drive, you can see the roller rink. Mm-hmm. And like every time I drive past it, you want to stranger things. <sighs> okay. So, well, we have your like high school experience, like weird, cringy, awkward. Is that what you would like call it? And like really sad. <laughs> yeah. That's how I, I, and I feel like people, um, I don't know. I feel like we have this inflated sense of maybe what dating is like in in high school because of media and because of like popular Disney Channel-esque types of things where everyone has a boyfriend, everyone is, you know, dating a cheerleader or dating the quarterback or something like that. When in reality, like pretty much everyone is just kind of awkwardly figuring things out in high school. Oh, yeah. Even the ones who seem like they have their stuff together. Like I had... Uh, one group of friends that were kind of like my outcast friends. (laughs) Not that I view them that way, but that's kind of like the demographic if you had to group them. But I also was friends with a lot of the more popular kids. Like one of my best friends, the only, really the only person from high school that I still keep in regular contact with was like on like prom court. Not that we had a prom because both of them were canceled, but we did like our own like virtual (laughs) prom court. And she was on that. And like one of our other mutual friends that I, like she and I are both friends with, was student body president. Yeah. So I had friends in both of those like sectors of the school and my friends from like the outcast group would be like, oh, I don't like so-and-so. She's like too perfect. But I knew this girl and I'm like, she's not. Yes. <laughs> she's really, really not. I can promise you that. But she comes across that way when you don't know her. Yeah. And I feel like I, I'm definitely glad that um, I, first in some reasons or for some like ways and purposes I do feel like I'm glad that I got more of a smaller town experience because I knew every single person in my grade and also dare I say every person in the school and my school had seventh graders through 12th graders my um elementary school and middle school it was the same school and it was kindergarten through eighth grade Mm -hmm. and so I was in a grade with the same like 20, 30 people from like kindergarten on. Occasionally yeah. people would leave or join, but I had people that I was in kindergarten with that I like graduated middle school right. with. And it becomes very close knit. And it also like in some ways, yeah, it also becomes very gossipy. But man, can I just tell you, like when I was a senior in high school, I just felt like I ruled the school. Like me and all the other seniors, we, you know, we would go to all of these football, like we, this group of girls and I just, we made it our like senior mission to go to every basketball game, every, like, no, every sports game. Like we started out football season and we went to all the football games. Like we drove and, and we were in like, you know, the very corner of the state, like Monticello, like very, very down there four corners area. And so we would go to Monument Valley and to, it was called Whitehorse. There's some, you know, these reservation schools that we would play and their drives they're like, we would go, we would drive up north. We would, we went to Snow College for like a wrestling tournament once. Like we would just all carpool because that was like, I don't know. There was nothing else to do. So that's what you do. And I don't know. It's very interesting. Like I, I would be interested to hear what your situation was like 
on the other side of that. Yeah, well, Albuquerque is like the biggest city in New Mexico, if I'm not mistaken. And if oh, it's wow. not the biggest, it's one of them. Like population-wise? Population-wise, wow. yeah. Um, and maybe size-wise, too. I'm mm -hmm. not sure. I'd have to look it up. But it's one of, if not the biggest cities in New Mexico. And so we had like a ton of high schools, and they all had massive student bodies. And like my childhood best friend, who I've known since I was like four years old, went to my rival high school. And like we didn't care, but some people made a big deal out of it. People would bring signs to like rivalry basketball yeah. and volleyball and all of the games. Because rivalries are big deals oh, in high yeah. school. Huge. It was like it's crazy. I had people that like would find out that my best friend went to La Cueva and be like, and you're still friends with her? Yep. Yeah, I'm still friends with the person <laughs> I've literally known since I was four years old. I'm yeah, I'm still friends with the person who was with me the first time I rode on an airplane. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to stop being friends with somebody because they go to my rival high school. But there but are people that's that, the vibe. Like, there are people that yeah. do. There are people that take that shit seriously. Yes. Wait, can I ask you something? Because I had a very situa uh, similar situation. We Our rival was Blanding. It was 20 minutes away, and the town was twice as big of, as us. And to be fair, twice as big means twice 2,000 people. So they had maybe 4,000 people in it, you know? Uh, maybe a graduating class of mm, 80, you know? Uh did you have like an it couple or something or not like an it couple, but like it was kind of a scandal because someone from your school, like one of the popular kids or something was dating one of the kids from this rival school. And it was like this weird crossover episode vibe. We were so big that there wasn't really an it couple. I think that's mm. the thing about like media representation of like big True. high schools that's inaccurate because there are some couples that are like okay they're pretty well known but then you go to like another organization on campus and they have no idea who the fuck right. they are yeah. like they have no clue the big thing that was like a big deal is that we had people that would transfer between El Dorado and oh. La Cueva like I went to I had people that would transfer to La Cueva but we also got people that transferred from La Cueva to El Dorado it happened all the time interesting Okay, and so was that kind of, like, a big deal when it happened? Yeah, yeah. And we had, like, I had someone who was in my graduating class had siblings that went to La Cueva, mm -hmm. and then also siblings that went to El Dorado. Yeah. Um, and that was, like, a pretty big deal is when people would transfer between the schools. Yeah, or, or in, like, split families, like, yeah. siblings like that. That's crazy. Um, what, you know, like, we would just always joke that someone was going over to the dark side or something like that. But I actually, yeah, like there was a, there was a family um, in my town and they were, they lived in Blanding, but they drove to Monticello every day and went to high school there. And then there were people who would, yeah, like date outside of like, I mean, when you graduate with 42 people, you, you run out of options pretty quickly. But like, so they, of course, like, you know, they would go. And they would date these people in blending. And it would be this big deal. And I remember, and you might have a different experience because virtual prom, I guess. But, like, if you brought someone from blending to prom, to the Monticello prom, like, you were like, oh, my gosh. Like, what is that person doing? Did you kind of, like, I don't know. What was well, the vibe had, there? Like, my junior year was 2019 through 2020. So, mm -hmm. like, in March, everything went online. And my senior year, New Mexico was really, really strict about COVID policies my senior year of high school. I think mm -hmm. we were like one of the only states that would like fully online, like wow. the whole way through. We went, we were supposed to go back, my school, all APS schools, but yeah. And then, but if there were like 
three cases, like a crazy small amount. I, it was probably more than three, but a small amount. They would have to put us back online. And seniors graduate early. We finish class earlier than oh, all of the other really? students. Yeah, we finished. Like the rest of the classes would finish on like May 23rd, but seniors would be done by like, my graduation date was May 13th, I think. Mm. Um, and so it was all online. We went back for like three days. And then they had to shut down and put us back virtual. Oh my god! For like a week, and then there were like two days left that we were going to be in person before the seniors were done. So most of us just we could have gone in, but most of us just stayed home because we were like, it's two days. Yeah, it's not going to make. What a are you going to do for two days? But it was really weird because we didn't really have we didn't have we had our junior homecoming that was the last dance that we had mm -hmm. and then both of our proms were canceled and senior homecoming was canceled wow and they did like a virtual online like <laughs> court and what does that entail um so anybody could it was for seniors mm -hmm. but you could nominate anyone like i got nominated by my friend but then other people voted and i was not very popular so <laughs> i didn't make it on um but like my friend nominated me and I nominated her actually, I think we nominated each other. And you had to put why, cause the idea was that just like outstanding students who like did a lot was what they wanted to honor. Mm -hmm. But it was still really a popular <laughs> popularity yep. contest. Um, and then the whole senior class would vote on which of those people were on the court. Oh. And they had them do like a bunch of virtual stuff. Like they filmed, cause normally you would do like the homecoming or prom like court coronation and yeah. they would like, have their parents escort them. It's yes. like a big deal. So they made all of the seniors who were on courts film their what? parents, like walking them down like their driveways. Oh and they put goodness. it all together into a video and like released it. But I don't think it was as like big of a deal as it normally is just because yeah. we were like entirely online. And we hadn't, I had seen of other than like in class interacting with people, which you're not really when you're online because you're muted, you're not really ch you know, chit-chatting and like yeah. after class during passing periods, you're literally just sitting on your couch waiting to like log into your next like Google Meet. Mm -hmm. So the only person my like entire senior year that I regularly talked to was my friend Riley because we were the co-editors of our mm -hmm. newspaper. So we had to like manage that. We would do like a weekly, like several hours long Zoom call that was really only supposed to be 30 minutes, but then we would start <laughs> talking. So we were really under socialized during our senior year of high school. Yeah. Well, do you feel like, do you feel like that under socialization impacted you coming into college? Not really, because I think we're, once you're a senior in high school, you're kind of at the point in your life where you, you know, you either know, you don't know how to socialize with people. True. Um, but my mom is an elementary school teacher. Same. And she said that she had a lot of students who were coming in for like second grade and they'd had kindergarten and first grade online and they had no idea how to behave in the classroom. Right. They, or she had like first grade students who were like really behaving like kindergartners do. And there yeah. is a difference in the mannerisms of kindergartners and first graders, but these first graders were behaving like kindergartners because they had not been there. So I think it was really impactful for younger kids. But when you're a senior in high school, like I'm already kind of a socially awkward person a year of not really talking to anyone didn't really change that, yeah. I don't think. What it really did is that I ended up spending a lot more time online and making friendships with yeah. people, like, over the internet. Actually, I want to talk about that because you are in, you are somewhat of a professional when it comes to internet relationships. Can I say that? Yeah, I sure. feel like, okay, so tell us your credentials. 
Um, well, I've been in two long distance relationships. One, my senior year of high school, we met on Twitter and we'd been friends and then we started dating and we dated for almost a year and we never once met in person. This actually, I don't know if I told you this before. Really? So we started dating in April of 2020. Oh my gosh. Um, April 2nd. So uh-huh. almost April Fool's Day, but the day oh after. Gosh. And then we broke up in February of 2020. Wow. Um, they dumped me over text the day before valentine's day mm, that's that's a that's tough yeah um so and that but that was like a, that's a long relationship yeah you know april to february is yeah. a decent amount of time 10 months i think it was that's that's yeah that's intense. um and then right now i'm in a long distance relationship and where does this person live australia yep yeah <laughs> yeah it's a 16 hour time difference that's crazy. Yeah. So do you think you would be in those, like, do you think those relationships would have happened if, um, if, if COVID didn't, you know, like, do you think that the pandemic kind of ushered in this like acceptance of like more like long distance and like, uh, you know, virtual types of situations? I don't think so for me, but I definitely think so for other people because mm-hmm. I was on like stan instagram and twitter like sophomore year of high school and making friends that way um so i you was were already, predisposed yeah i was already it. like a huge fandom nerd and like engaging yeah. in those kind of online spaces beforehand but i i think that i probably increased the amount i was engaging in it yeah when covid happened but like i met um jesse my current partner mm-hmm. in november of this year yeah so on the COVID internet. is still a thing, but people yeah. act like it's not. And I'm still like, I'm socializing with people in person now, which right. I wasn't doing really when I um, started dating my ex, who they don't need to be named. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. But um, we met in like November of yeah. last year, of 2021. And just like, I, I, I believe we have spoken every single day since. Yeah. I don't think there's been a day that's gone by that we haven't um, like at least texted. Yeah. Or, like, DM'd each other on Twitter. Yeah. Because that's how we started, was literally in the Twitter DMs. Cute. Because um, she tweeted, we were both, like, on the same fandom Twitter. Mm-hmm. And she tweeted, like, I need a 911 Twitter bestie. And I replied and was like, I'll do it. And, like, the rest is history, oh, I guess. That's cute. That is cute. Well, because I just think it's so interesting because um, – well, and, you know, maybe this is my limited kind of experience, but I think that something happened, you know, 2019, 2020, like something just happened and, and social circles fell apart and or maybe they didn't fall apart, but maybe they just moved, you know, because I found myself becoming more engaged with like becoming becoming more addicted to all my apps, like more screen time, more um, like, I don't know, just interaction online and Get, don't get me wrong. I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that there, I think it's just an adaptation. And now my sister who is like fully in high school is, is doing like this similar thing, like a long distance relationship with someone from a different state. And like when I was in high school, literally never, like how would I have even done that? Because I just was not thinking outside of my own small town or at least like, I don't know, the surrounding vicinity like, let alone, like, a whole state away. Like, she flies on planes to go, like, see him. And she's 17. Like, that's crazy. I don't know. To me, do you think do you think that dating itself has changed? 
and oh, and you're yeah. y- I like we're both young, but like I in your influence or in your in your experience and and stuff like that. Do you think so? Oh, definitely. I think well, my sister is engaged, and I don't know that she would be engaged if it weren't for the way dating really? has changed. Because well, she and her fiance met in person in I think 2019. Okay. Um, so before at, everything happened, yeah, pretty at much? a journalism conference, mm-hmm. a, like a baseball journalism conference. Interesting. In I want to say Vegas, but I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. And they exchanged contact information, but that was kind of the extent of it. They didn't really keep in contact. They just had each other's phone because numbers. back then you didn't. Yeah, and yeah. then on. In 2020, we were all, like, this is the last time my sisters and I were all living under the same roof. We were all at my parents' house in Albuquerque, and Katie was getting ready to go to grad school, Mm -hmm. and she connected with him on Twitter. Mm -hmm. She tweeted something, and he responded. She was, like, tweeting about dating, and he was like, why try to date when you could just slide into my D? Something like that. Oh, my gosh. Something, like, kind of cheeky. Like, Yeah. Wow. They started texting. Twitter and your family, man. (laughs) They started texting and because they realized that they knew each other, that they yeah. had met before. And I remember her being like, I think I could marry this guy. Oh, and they hadn't my goodness. Reunited in person or like really seen each other in person since like 2019. And she was texting him all the time and FaceTiming with him. And then in December of 2020, she went up to Denver, which is where he lived. And um, well, she went to grad school mm-hmm. in um, August, and she went to grad school in Phoenix, Arizona, okay. and she was there for a year um, from August 2020 to August 2021. And then in December of 2020, she, like, flew to Denver because she has friends there. She went to college there. Right. Um, so the main reason was to see her friends, but she met up with him, and that's, like, their anniversary is during that trip because wow. they officially started dating. And then they did long distance because she was in Phoenix and he was in Denver. But because of how COVID affected their because um, Jake, her fiance, is also a journalist, mm-hmm. and he was mostly working online. Yeah, um, he was a breaking news reporter for the Denver Post, and he so he would fly to Phoenix and he would stay with her for like pretty extended periods of time because he was doing most of his work online, so we could do that. And they did long distance, and then in August of um, last year, they moved in together. She moved. She finished grad school and she got a job in Denver, which she wanted to move back to Denver pretty much the moment she moved away yeah, um, because she loves it there. But they found a place together and they moved in together. And then this past August, so like about a year of them living together, he proposed. And I don't know that that ever would have happened if it weren't for the way that dating has transitioned to being online. Absolutely not. Like there's a high chance that he would have just been this one random guy she met at a baseball convention. That is so crazy to think. Like the like what could have been. Do you know what I mean? Because – I just think before this, before all of this, and I say all of this while gesturing to the general state of the world, you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Um, it was different because, you know, like there was social media and there are still, you know, there were things. TikTok existed. Twitter existed. All of these things existed. We even still interacted with people on them. But it just did not seem as real as our day-to-day in-person lives until that shift Came and all of a sudden, there's not so much difference between our day-to-day lives and the internet because our, we're living our day-to-day lives on the internet, on Zoom, in class, in Google Meet, on whatever, however you're, you know, whether you're texting back and forth in a shared Google Doc, I don't care, but like we're constantly in interaction with each other, even if we're not in the same room yeah. or in the same state or in the same country, you know that. Yeah, like it's just so crazy because um, 
I just don't think that people see long distance or like, you know, like far away relationships, whether that be romantic or friendship, they don't see it as weird anymore. It's almost like the norm. Yeah. And there, I mean, there are still people who do see it as weird, but yeah. like it's become a lot more normalized. Like yeah. my, on Friday, I'm going to meet a friend that I met online. We've never yeah. met in person before. And we're both going to Denver and we're going to meet. I'm going to pick her up from the and airport. And you're going to freaking, I want to say Comic-Con, but I know it's not <laughs> Comic-Con. The convention. The Supernatural, the Supernatural convention. convention. Yeah, well, that's why she's coming to yeah. Denver is because we're going to the Supernatural convention together. And would that have happened without like COVID stuff? I mean, you the think? conventions have been happening for years. True, but like you meeting up with no, this person, probably not. I mean, I, I don't. I would have to talk to her yeah. because I probably still would have been on social media mm-hmm. fandom spaces because I was before anything yeah. COVID happened. But other people. But I don't know if she was. Yeah, I'd have to talk to her about it and ask her. Which is just crazy. There's probably a good chance we never would have met because she is from Nebraska. Yeah, and like lives in Nebraska in the middle of a cornfield probably <laughs> that's my understanding of Nebraska it's about I kind of forget <laughs> that Nebraska is real yeah and then I remember that like it my feels lives there. like a liminal space to a me a lot of states do yeah. I didn't Ohio? feel like Utah was real until I moved here really from like that's fair New Mexico oh my gosh I was like until like because I had never been to Utah before I did my campus tour mm-hmm. my senior year of high school and so Utah did not feel like a real place until, <laughs> like, April of 2021 when I was touring. Yeah. I, this is the only school I toured, which is another thing COVID impacted, is that my sisters both toured a bunch of different schools, mm-hmm. but we couldn't really do the traveling to tour right. a bunch of schools. So my dad and I just came here. And pretty much all the other schools I applied to were in New Mexico, so I'd been yeah. to a lot of those campuses before. Mm-hmm. But this is the only school I was able to tour. That's kind but of. But I'd never been to Utah before. So then. interesting. Well, how you say like Utah seemed like a fake place until I like came here. Genuinely, that's what happened to the internet in, during COVID. Felt like a fake space. It felt like it felt fake. Yeah. And now it's real. And and even though it was real before, you know, and there have always been communities, and there have always been, you know, back in the day, it was. It, you know, I guess it still is, but there's like Tumblr and Reddit and all these things and people. Instagram was yep. big. That's where I started mm-hmm. when I was like 12. Oh my god, Too young to like be on like Instagram fandom yeah. spaces, but I was. I had like a Percy Jackson Instagram oh my account goodness. with a thousand followers, Aspen. And at the time, a thousand that was, a was big deal. crazy. Um, that is insane. Yeah. And so. Like, what was the username? I honestly, I changed it a bunch of times. What was one of the usernames? Probably checked the account. I probably heart Persebeth. No, I, I mean I liked Persebeth, but it was it was probably something to do with Frank from Heroes of Olympus. Oh he my was always gosh. my favorite. Um, I think at one point it was like demigods on point. <laughs> that is the most like 2016 thing I've ever heard in my but entire like, life. Points like a point shoe. I've never done ballet in my life, but yeah. I spelled it like a point. Oh like point my um, So people probably thought I was like. A ballerina, but I'm not. I'm a terrible dancer. That's hilarious. Well, this is off topic, but what do you think about the new Percy Jackson series that's coming out? I cried when I saw the trailer. Uh, same. It's well, I didn't. I, my my eyes got misty. I I well, it's because Rick Riordan's involved this time. Yes, because he was like actively against the movie. Yes, and like, and he should have been, or like he everyone it was. Bad. Was. It was really bad. 
don't get me wrong, I would I would die for Alexandra Daddario. But she should not have played Annabeth. Absolutely not. She looks well, I don't really care as much about physical appearances. But she The was, attitude was not there. No, and she was way too old. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to be like twelve. Yes. And age appropriate like casting. Adults. They were full adults yep. playing like these characters that were supposed to be 12. And Rick Roy Orton even said that. He sent them a letter when they were making the movie that was like, you guys should not age up the characters. It removes your chances of being able to make sequels. Mm-hmm. And they didn't listen to him. And, and he was correct. And Rick is always right. He's always right. And okay. Like, like I can't wait for this series to I'm come out. so excited. And the cast seems like like it's going to be really, really good. Yep. Especially because he had a hand in the casting. He did. And, and he, like, he knows those characters. Oh, trust yeah. me. And that's why I don't really care about, some people were, like, upset that, like, Walker Scoble has blonde hair, and they were upset that Leah Jeffries is black, which is literally just blatant racism. Yeah. That's They're doing it again in Little Mermaid, too. Yeah. Um, It's the same thing. But I don't, I think no actor, no real actual person is going to look exactly how you pictured a character in your mind. And unless you specifically are picturing them as an actor, mm-hmm. like I've read a book and been like, oh, I feel like this guy looks like Brad Pitt. I've never <laughs> thought of Brad Pitt, but that's just the first thing that popped I thought a lot head. of people might look like Michael Sarah. Ooh, yeah. Like sometimes when there's that awkward, like, but then nerdy kid. Other people have a different image in their head of what yeah. the character looks like. There's never going to be an actor who looks exactly universally. And it doesn't even really matter if they fit exactly how the character was described as long as they can, like, embody the characters. Like, yeah. Yeah. I get it. And I agree with you. Do you think that when um, it, the show comes out, do you think that you and Jesse are going to, like, watch it over, like, Zoom or something? I mean, honestly, we might because she loves those books, too. And we've talked about that a lot. Um, the other people that I might watch it with are my sisters. Okay, like, so big Zoom call we <laughs> with everybody on it. We grew up reading those books, my yeah. sisters and I, and, like, my dad used to read them out loud to me when I was a kid. That is so cool. Because uh, he read out loud to all my sisters and I. Um, but I think I'm the only one who he read Percy Jackson, too, and he did Lord of the Rings with my sisters, but I have never read or seen Lord of the Rings. Oh, my um, gosh. Me neither. If okay. Go, I don't think they're that interesting. I tried to get into The Hobbit. Couldn't do it. So um, My dad tried to read one of them to me. It was probably The Hobbit. I just couldn't get through it. Boring. Um, Put you to sleep. Yeah, but I read those books with my dad. So I also, depending on when it actually is released, because I don't believe they have an actual release I don't think so date, either. Mm-hmm. I might watch it with my dad, but he's not good with the whole technology <laughs> thing. So if I'm here and he's in Albuquerque, I might be like, I watch it by myself and then I rewatch yeah. it with him. I will definitely watch it with him yes. at some point. It just might not be like the first time I watch it with him. Right. Well, we'll see. Maybe, maybe when they come out, we'll, we'll do a special podcast episode. Because I would love that. I'm sure there'll be lots to talk about. I have a lot of feelings about uh, those books. I do too. But, um, okay. Well, thank you. Thanks for chatting with me. I think that we, you know, I, I'm glad that I'm not the only one who has felt such a shift in the past couple of years, especially when it comes to like online relationships. Uh, just crazy to me. So, you know what? For those listening at home, like I would love to hear like your situations. What, what happened to you during COVID? What happened to your relationships during COVID? Um, and you can reach out to me um, on Instagram through the SU News Instagram. That's SU underscore news. Or my personal, you know, Instagram if you want. It's app.send, but I'm not very interesting on there. 
Um, and then, as always, uh, a huge shout out to Tessa for agreeing to sit in a room and, you know, wear headsets and talk about yeah, whatever comes to mind for, you know, like half an hour to 45 minutes. Uh, do you want to plug any socials or anything? Uh, my Instagram is at Tessa Chesh. So not the ire part. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and um, my Twitter is Tess Cat. And Tessa loves making an online relationship. So you guys just, I, if I you do. need a friend, so, you know, you know, sorry, Jesse. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah. That's, I, I mostly use Twitter. I don't use Instagram that often. Because Twitter is where the memes are at. And yeah. Yeah. But also I, I love social media, but it's also terrifying. So sometimes yeah. I just like will not pick it up for days at a time. Very fair. A um, very healthy relationship to have with it. It's, I know, especially in like fandom spaces. Yep. Mm -hmm. nobody agrees with I cannot even imagine so I'm gonna I'm just gonna take your word for it (laughs) all right well don't forget you know don't you can take a break from social media but not until you follow SU news on all our channels Um, keep an eye out we've also got a newsletter that's going to um, start coming out weekly it's it's just started this past week so you know sign up for that keep up to date with everything that's going on on campus and We will see you next week for a discussion on hinge voice memos. Uh, Are they a turn on or are they a swipe left immediately? All right. See you guys later. Bye.